Low lighting, a nice Chianti, and a cut of medium well steak. That is an adult meal. You don't let your kids eat such fine foods. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hello, world, and welcome to another episode of Critical Hit, a podcast where we drink beer and talk about everything. I am your host, Red King, and with me always is Crimson and Corona Warden. What is good? Hello, everyone. Tonight, we are trying Neon Rainbows by Oma Gang. <laughs> Oma Gang? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's actually kind of cool. And we are talking about quirks from My Hero Academia. Oh, lovely. Boku no Hero Academia. Ha! <laughs> for you, uh, for you, um, purists out there, right. we'll say purists because that's not. <laughs> are you guys ready? Yes, You're ready. We are critical hit. This is Neon Rainbows. Cheers, bros. Let's go. Cheers. Cheers. Bye, bang. All right, let's let's get in this. That's a bitter one. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. <laughs> You want to know what? Hold what, up, hold up, hold up. No, I really, I really enjoy it. it. Why do I like IPAs now? What is happening? So as I'm a, an island. As a fun fact, apparently uh, there's a link between enjoying bitter things and psychosis. So apparently, psychopaths oh, really it. like uh, bitter things. Uh, so let's. That makes a lot of sense. Let's well, put a number on it, boys. What okay. do we got? Um, it's a seven, at least. I'm thinking an eight. It's why is this good? <laughs> seven all day for sure. I'm like I'm concerned about this. <laughs> okay, it's not the worst beer I've had on the podcast, so I can't just like I can't be unfair and just tank the rating. Right? You can't. You can't do on it. and Google. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> roots and trees and friends and things. Leiden Kugel and the hot. Coco fucking nitro. Oh, really, really good. Man, I don't even. What's the number? You got to give it a number. I'm going to go with a four. Okay, that that's it's, actually not harsh considering your regular uh, <laughs> so scoring the thing regimen. Is, is that it doesn't. The bitterness isn't what I dislike. Because hmm. I do actually enjoy certain bitter things, right? Like. Let me take another sip and see if I can quantify it. I will tell you the thing that I like about it immediately because with a lot of IPAs, not only do you get a bitterness with it, but you kind of get like, for lack of a better term, a darkness with it. You know what I'm saying? It's a very yes. like bold. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. So this is actually incredibly light. Like it's really, it's got like a lot of high, almost like. I mean, kind of citrusy flavor. So I am getting the citrus, right? Here's There's this weird war happening on my tongue, right? <laughs> the bitter and the citrus go very well together. But it's almost like one of the hops they used is like, I dislike that hop. And my tongue is like, get that shit the fuck out. <laughs> so let's... Uh... Let's talk a little bit about the stats because now that you mentioned hops, it's a little bit hilarious because it has a fucking lot of them. 
Oh no. <laughs> okay, so we'll we'll go through the easy stuff, it's right? Um, hot. <laughs> this is a this is a New England style IPA. Um it's a it's a juice unfiltered IPA, a little bit hazy. It is double dry hopped, and there are a lot of hops, mm-hmm. right? We'll get through the numbers first. Uh, 6.7 ABV, so mm-hmm. it's you know a little bit higher horsepower than a regular uh, beer. We're at 45 <laughs> IBU. It is starting to get into that bitter territory. Mm. Uh, it is double hopped, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the primary hop is Mosaic, Simcoe, Citra, Centennial, Topaz. The secondary dry hopping is Mosaic, Simcoe, Citra, and Topaz. So the only difference is that um, Centennial is for the primary hopping, and we get we still get Mosaic, Simcoe, Citra, Topaz as their secondary dry hopping. Mm-hmm. So it hops more than a bunny is what you're trying to tell. Yeah, it so, hops for fucking days. <laughs> so the funny days. part is, is that like the flavor. So if I were to rate this versus Kolsch, right? The peach Kolsch. Yes. That had a better front taste, but a worse back taste. This is just kind of flat. <laughs> like it's not. It, it is very same level through the, the whole right. way through. It's not bad to me but it's not good yeah i will say that that you do normally have like you know you you get your front palette and you get your back palette are the most distinguishable parts and then it's like this one has a very consistent ride right and i think that's i think that's actually helping it because i hate things that just randomly change harshly yes. unless it's something like sweet and sour or something like that this is a nice go through the whole way though right to it's, me, like i said really good it's not bad but it's not it's not pumpkin head it's not whatever else i've rated a 5 right, it's right, not right. i cuz you could open a pumpkin head in front of me and i'm like yeah i could drink it right. as long as that stayed cold i would probably actually drink an entire bottle of pumpkin head yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's fair. I mean, I would easily drink it in there. Well, that was your first 10. Yeah. So. Which, hit yeah. it with the damn 10. I don't know if that creates an awkward atmosphere. Because it's like, I'm, for, uh, for you, you yeah. basic, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm wearing Tim's currently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to treat them Tim's in for some Uggs. <laughs> Listen, Croc. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you. Oh, fuck my Crocs. <laughs> I'm not hating. I'm just saying you can't dunk on someone and expect to get out of this undunked. Damn. <laughs> you ain't getting out of this undunked. I love that shit. I really, um, you I just was, got chicken dunked. I was really riding on the fact that we don't have video yet. Um, <laughs> I like being stealth, and you fucking completely blew me up. So before we begin, um, we are going to do our final of, well, our final segment of D&D Railed for this campaign. Yeah. Boom. I kind of spoiled my own fucking reveal. <laughs> <laughs> we finished our campaign. Yes. Yes, we did. Hallelujah. Um, 
It was that was crazy. Yeah. I still remember like it was such a visceral feeling, man. Like that moment and we I literally me and Red King jumped out of our chairs. Yeah, <laughs> ran around. I scared my kids. They were like live screaming. We like exploded away from like, the it, table. It ain't even that deep, like <laughs> not that deep for them, but for us. Yes. Yeah. That was the culmination of, you know, the better part of almost two years yeah. of, of consistent meeting and effort and planning. And it was like, for that to happen the way that it did, I lost it. <laughs> I think I, in that battle, I set um, my own record for maximum damage. I did like almost 300 damage on a single flurry of attacks. Yeah. I'd be making monks look like shit. Dude, my that's not hit. hard. <laughs> I was I was the the battlefield leader I always wanted my character to be. No, deadass, I think you've probably set the record for the longest turn. Dude. Without being stupid. Yeah. You know, because like sometimes turns be getting stupid. It's like, oh well, well yeah, I've just sit, been sitting around doing nothing. And you're on deck, you've been on deck. Now it's your turn, you just don't know what the fuck you're doing. I think you literally did the longest turn, I think, in that campaign. I wanna say it close. Dude, no, he probably did actually. No, I might have had some bullshit. I think I had a no uh, because the thing about it the way you do your thing because you're such a veteran at Dungeons and Dragons, your bullshit tends to resolve fairly quickly. There that, was one yes. fight very early in the campaign where I had just gotten the Arrow Storm spell and we were fighting like twenty enemies, so I had to make attack rolls against all of them. Hmm. Hmm. That's a little. That's a little tough. I, so yeah. Okay. So that's kind of close. Well, I also do want to point out that my turn, more interesting long turn, definitely. Because <laughs> my turn included a lot of your standard bullshittery. Yeah. <laughs> so so I think that kind of made it like it padded it out a little bit. It felt so epic. So let me tell you. So here's the thing. I've been playing a crusader. I started as a paladin. Then I. But Crusader and dipped a little bit in the closer cleric and all that. But you know, all that three five stuff. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. All of our uh fifth ed players don't even understand what the fuck yeah, we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, dude, I, I started dipping late though, but I mean that, that that's beside the point. I so I was I started building my character to be a uh, a more of a battlefield commander. Yeah. Where it's not so much because when I started, because I didn't really know shit about D&D starting off. Like, that's a full disclosure. So I was just, I'm like, I'm going to do as much damage as possible. Uh, that was me. It's like, wow, I'm going to raise my fucking strength. <laughs> oh, big fucking surprise. Um, but uh, so I, it eventually evolved into, and this was through a lot of uh, planning with Chrono Warden. I will say that was kind of like. Because you've helped me build this character since forever. I wasn't even <laughs> really leveling up my own sheet until, like, <laughs> what, the last fucking maybe 10 sessions? <laughs> um, but uh, so this was kind of like, I mean, this was the climax of that sheet coming together. And it's like, you know, having things like, uh, you know, having swarming assault, you know, having um, what was the newest one I got? I forgot the name of oh, it. Oh, fuck. Uh, Warmaster's Charge. Yeah, yeah Warmaster's Charge, which was the beginning of all of it. And it was so epic because I'm like, I get to bring all my guys and we get to charge this final battle, dude. And it was so amazing. Yeah, dude. it really did work out. And it, and it was like, you know, we had bonus rolls because of our uh, um, 
our um, bard at the time, which is another uh, player in our group. His character's name is Nova. Um, so we had bonuses from that. We had bonuses from Chrono. We're just, and it was just, he summoned, oh, goodness, dude. It was just so much, dude. <laughs> and it was like, it was amazing, dude. And it was amazing to see all of it kind of play out. And it was like the ultimate team play. It was incredible. <laughs> yeah. Even if we weren't, um, Sometimes we would not have amazing teamwork, but that was that was the moment. It was like fucking a. Let's yeah, just yeah. do it. We're we are an actual epic, n- not really epic level because that's a different thing. But we are really <laughs> an adventuring party. We did that shit. Yeah, it was and, amazing, and it was funny because you. I, I even had characters because I was I was stacking just m- multiple characters attacking in one turn. That yeah. was, that was the whole game, and it's like I even remember that uh, Chrono's wife ended up missing the first one with um, uh, Warmaster's charge. And ended up in the next with the swarming assault actually did very like sizable damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like just just to see all of it kind of play out like that. I was like, oh, I was so hyped. <laughs> I was like, it was incredible. <laughs> Another thing about that campaign that we it's the first one that me and Crimson ever played. It's the first one we ever finished. Mm-hmm. It was the first one. Oh, yep. You with that when you said that. So, I have been playing for roughly 14 years now, and it was the first campaign I have actually finished as Mm -hmm. well. I I still find that hard to believe. That's crazy. No, most campaigns tend to fall apart. Well, I mean, I'm certainly glad that I was (laughs) That's the thing. It's a lot of commitment. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, some of it's just, you know, people move, life happens. Mm. It's and then some of it's just there's intra-group conflict. Yeah. So it is what it is. I'm yeah. super happy to have one done, though. I'm I'm really happy to have that be, you know, I mean, as a, a shared experience between everybody on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is, it is, is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. The first campaign we all played and finished. I mean, and it was, it was, it did feel like a special moment. And it's like, and I remember... You know, we were do, going around doing Rose and Thorns, and we were talking about, because that's kind of a thing that we've been doing, is that, you know, what do you, what what can you do to improve this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I remember just kind of going around the table, and it's like, you know, we, we kind of had our moments. You know, it was kind of like, it was a bit emotional, man, because it's like, you know, and it was special for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going into detail about any specifics because... You know, that's that's that person's right to say that. But, you know, even your wife shared with us a little bit and uh, Chrono. And that was, you know, it was nice to to be a part of that. So that was very, yeah, for real, very beautiful ending in a lot of ways. Yeah. (laughs) So now that we have finished our our first campaign or mine and Crimson's first campaign, uh, because I'm a new player, and that's exactly what a new player should fucking do is get way in over his head and big for his britches. <laughs> I'm going to be fucking DMing the next campaign. Oh. And not just that, but a new system. And not just that, but a new system that's not Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> so we're not going to be able to call it D&D Rail. Oh, we're still calling it D&D Rail. I don't give a... I don't give D&D a, Rail just fits, right? Yeah, like, yes. it's a good name. That, yeah, no, we're going to stick with it because... Uh, well, that's kind of our group... 
Yeah. Like that that's our Vox Machina. <laughs> so Yeah. So D and Derailed will continue um at a later date. We're gonna take a little bit of a fucking hiatus, a little bit of a breather. Yeah. Yeah. To uh to let me catch up on writing and uh, also decompress and be ready f- to start fresh in a new Pathfinder 2E campaign because that's not fucking uh, motivated by anything pop culture adjacent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it is almost the perfect segue <laughs> <laughs> for our for our current subject, something so, pop culture adjacent. <laughs> yes, something pop culture adjacent, and uh, yeah, this campaign is going to be superhero themed, which works perfectly for uh, <laughs> for the subject for tonight, which is quirks. Not necessarily my hero academia. The entire series, we can do that, but since we're little fucking content horrors, we're gonna. <laughs> to stretch out into two separate things yeah, we're just like, going to talk about quirks now uh i think we're going to be able to avoid a lot of the spoilers for the current season yeah and the current stuff we're going to try to do that but spoiler warning for some of the previous stuff if you haven't watched like what seasons one through four at least yeah yeah you've had years to do it <laughs> here's your warning yeah there's no excuse for <laughs> But here we go. I'm going to what I'm going to do is I'm going to give us all a little overview, a little overview of quirks, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're not talking about that weird blinking thing you do or the fact that you have a mole on your cheek that that kind of quirk. We're talking about super fucking exactly (laughs) how loud you are. (laughs) Let's. (laughs) Oh, oh, how dare you? I'm going to speak incredibly softly for the rest of the episode. And you're still loud. Yes. Damn it. He's present Mike. Yeah, you really are. Yeah! So, in My Hero Academia, quirks are the name of the superpowers that all of the characters have. Um, In this universe, roughly 80% of its world has people who possess some type of Superhuman extra ability. Yes. That has been called a quirk. Um, the the background on quirks is that roughly so um fun fact, the main characters are like the fifth, fifth or sixth generation of uh quirk possessors. Mm. Users, yep. So more or less it's been roughly you know, 100, so, yeah, 100 or so years since the first quirk um, ever appeared, which is, and it, and they said it was in China. Ching Ching City. Yep. <laughs> A baby that glowed. The luminous baby. <laughs> uh, besides that, it has been, you know, more and is it's been more and varied ever since then we've had um many different people uh that were kind of like instrumental in that plot line and like you know basically when quirks happened everybody was just randomly getting them mm, yeah the percentage of people who had them were much lower yeah and uh 
it kind of <laughs> it took that universe into a, like a little bit of an apocalypse where people freaked out and like we're like I've got superpowers so fuck your laws. Well, society <laughs> did kind of collapse. Yes, um, which it would. Let's be fair. Yeah. I, yeah, if I suddenly was able to just <laughs> like I'm gonna fuck everything up. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, like there's some people were like, no, you're not. Um, all the people was like, fuck you. Yes, I am. Uh, so we're gonna talk a little bit about the biology of quirks, right? Mm. So in my hero academia, one of the ways that people test to see if you have a quirk, <laughs> there is uh, a lack. of of a third toe joint. Second pinky toe joint. Yes. Yep. What? Yeah, so what? <laughs> yep. in in people who possess quirks, that joint has fused. Huh. Right. So basically they only have the middle joint and the pinky toe. They don't have the top part. Well, I, f- I feel like that was probably because No, I, in the first episode that Yeah, because you got to remember I watched the first episode Forever ago, because yes. I, I I started watching it when it first started. When it was starting yeah. to be simultaneous. Yeah, yeah. He was he was the cool kid who was like, "You should check this out." Yeah. Like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. That motherfucker looks like he cries too much. Um, <laughs> so <were> wrong. <laughs> he got <behind> me. <laughs> so that beginning, he did. Yes. <laughs> you know, you know, you X-ray your kid's foot, and they got you know they either do oh. have that third joint which means they're quirkless or they don't have that third joint and we just like they have that that DNA mutation that they will have a quirk and usually it manifests itself at age two to around age four. That'd be mm-hmm. fucking chaotic, let's be honest. No, because like <laughs> think about characters like Hagakure mm-hmm. who she was a regular girl for the first two or so no, years I of her think life. She was and, born invisible. Hmm, I might have to look that That'd up. That'd be fucking terrifying. That's well, the anyway, thing, right? <laughs> there are there are some characters who manifest it immediately, like present present yeah. Mike and the luminescent baby. Yeah, yeah. So present Mike's voice was huge because yeah, um, when he's just crying as a baby, it's just blowing out everybody's <laughs> eardrums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna keep rattling through these facts about quirks, and then we're just gonna start talking about quirks because there's a great many of them, right? Yeah. And they all fall into three categories, three main types. Emitters, which allows your body to change something outside or emit something. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, examples of this would be like Todoroki's, you know, half cold, half hot, you know, just being able to like blast something. All Might's considered an emitter somehow. Even though it seems a bit fucking well, the thing about All Might is is that everybody's trying to figure out what his is, right? Yeah, but he can generate wind, which is probably why. Yeah, it's like an it's somewhat emitter adjacent, and he can transform, which brings me to my next category. (laughs) I'm like a Segway master, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Transformation, which allows the quirk user to transform their body. Uh, Kirishima is an example of this mm. where he could just turn yeah. his body Harden. into stone. Yeah. Like. Tetsu, 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 Tetsu. Yeah, yeah. That's tetsu, 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 Tetsu. <laughs> A.K.A. Gajiel from Fairy Tale, because hey, that's the same voice actor. Yes. <laughs> Listen. And Gajiel is the Iron Dragon. You're going to run into oh a lot of when you watch English stuff. <laughs> yep. Because, like, 
seventy people do all of the anime. Yeah. No, it's just the fact that it's so similar a character. Yes, he's the Iron Dragon, and yes, and now he's the Iron Dude. He's <laughs> uh, and then the so transformation quirks are the rarest type. Emitter is the most common type. Mutant it falls kind of. In between. In between. And it mutant is it just basically permanently alters your body. So if so, you're so here's the, the tail guy. Fumikagi. Yeah. His bird head. So Fumikagi was actually a r- really interesting thing because technically his quirk type, Dark Shadow, is an emitter. Yes. Yeah, but he but also his DNA is <laughs> mutant. So here's the thing. There <laughs> So he those, probably those, qualifies as hybrid. Yes, um, uh, the halfway thing happens more. The it happens with the newer generation yeah. of quirk possessors, right? So, uh, it usually, supposedly, it fell into one of those three categories as uh, one quirk user and another quirk user have babies, and they the quirks mix. Those mini mutations, and that's what it is, like. Um, What's her face? The acid. Ashido. Yeah, Ashido. Mina Ashido. She has different colored skin and horns, even though that has nothing to do with her emitter type quirk. No, she's just a fucking tiefling. Can I I sidebar real quick? Chrono, I'm impressed by your My Hero Academia knowledge because. Dude, I'm further in the anime than these guys. Yeah, he, he beat us. What the fuck? Yep. I'm on episode 124. Yep. Well, I, you're further than me, too, because I've been waiting for these assholes. <laughs> no, we've been waiting for you, asshole. Uh, motherfucker, I've been over. <laughs> I've been here. <laughs> um, no, but however, I, I'm surprised because you, you started watching, what, like two months ago? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, so you, you yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm... My wife and I <laughs> are binging like two seasons at a time. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, so that is <laughs> that's more or less all that there is to brief yourself on quirks. That's mm-hmm. how that's how basically it works. That's how a quirk works. <laughs> how, Rhyming. How that quirk works. <laughs> you know, I was out there quirking. Oh my Get Lord. out there quirking on the table. <laughs> You know, what if somebody does have the quirk twerk? Like some type of seismic twerking ability? See, Throw that thing back and create an earthquake? Wait, I got it. Because here's the thing. The hero name would be twerk, but the quirk name would be thunderclap. (laughs) (laughs) Bro. 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 (laughs) That's amazing. That's fucking amazing. Have no fear, Thunderclap is here. <laughs> that would they be fly insane. with that. Damn. <laughs> Listen. Thor spins his hammer, Thunderclap flaps them cheeks. So we'll talk a little about a little bit about because I'm not gonna let you fucking while out like that. Um we're gonna talk a little bit about the actual quirks, right? So there's kind of like shitty ones and the shitty ones would be like the dude who can fucking grow his fingernails really long or like, yeah. you know, and 
the extras who have like really long necks and that's it. Like, <laughs> all you fucking got. Could you, you imagine? You're the next evolution of human. <laughs> you're the and you next. just got a long ass <laughs> neck. Right. You, you're a giraffe and somebody can fucking turn into a rock. Yeah. That's just comparatively. <laughs> like turning into a rock is not that impressive speaking, but, yes. but compared to the guy that's a giraffe, like, that's way cooler. Because here's the thing, like it, it kind of pisses me off, right? Because there are quirkless people and they are looked down on by the ones who have quirks. Like in the first fucking, like the first episode, like Bakugo tells Midoriya to like jump off the roof of the school. He said swan dive and die, and then maybe you'll be reincarnated as somebody who has a quirk. Yeah. Yeah, he was a, he was a piece of shit. And his <laughs> his like his cronies, his flanking dudes, one dude just had a long ass neck. Yeah. I mean, like, the guy that got the, the dragon fuck? wings can kind of talk down because that yeah. motherfucker can fly. Yeah, he can hold, fly. He's hold a, up. Here's the th- hear me out. The dude with the long neck. It's all. It all depends no, on how. Oh my it all depends on how you I use think it. Are you about to say thirsty? <laughs> there, there is ways that you can be a hero outside of saving lives. Okay. I hate. Here's only here's the, <laughs> I hate, Here's the problem only with that works. long neck, right? Your carotid artery is going to be so fucking long. Yeah. I can look at it and probably snap it, and then you're just dead. Just don't deep throat an assassin. Oh. <laughs> Uh, how I knew it was gonna happen, dude. You are a fucking washing machine. You generate so much fucking thirst. There's just water. You're wash. That's his hero name is Wash. Yeah, the washing machine here. Crimson hero name Wash. Quirk thirst. That's so bad. Like. It, if it breathes, <laughs> he gonna thirst. <laughs> He's just gonna think about it. Like just, it's like you looking mighty fine over there, <laughs> sir. That's a tree. <laughs> what that bark do? <laughs> it bites. <laughs> I don't even know how to fucking handle this, right? Like, oh, I'm going to lost. <laughs> so like, damn. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I knew this was gonna happen. Like as soon, it's it doesn't matter what it is. Like somebody's gonna have like some ridiculous quirk, and it's gonna just make them look like a complete freak of nature. And this freak is gonna be like, what that thing do? How can I use that? Right? Like uh, that's a nice neck. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> like they're just bullying Midori and I'm just in the back. <laughs> It'd be a much... like Shaq and a fucking fleck of meat. <laughs> exactly. Like he would be the worst type. He would. You're Manetta. No, he makes Manetta look chaste. Oh, chaste. 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 He make him look like a. <laughs> a nun. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Me no no. So speaking of Mineta. What a piece of shit. Yeah, his it quirk is just so being awful. <laughs> like <laughs> pop off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the name of that quirk. I love that it's called pop off. Yeah. Because he's always popping off and just being completely fucking ridiculous. It just sucks that it just ended up... One, it's like just a terrible quirk in general. 
And then number two. I'm going to argue it, it has its no, advantages. You're going to argue sticky balls as a decent <laughs> No, because if you throw it at somebody's feet, they get stuck, bro. <sighs> the other thing is, is that he doesn't right. stick to them, right? So yeah. it so, gives him a lot of maneuverability and it hinders people. He can also spring jump off of them. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Because he has no resistance on them. They're squishy, right? Yes. That sounds so wrong to say. <laughs> We're talking about Mineta's squishy, sticky balls. <laughs> Fan fucking test. Oh my gosh! Why this is the this I know the pinnacle. I know we're I know we're talking about it, but you don't have to talk about this. This is the pinnacle of our fucking podcast. <laughs> we're going to Australia, right? So, like it, I would say it ranks pretty low mm-hmm. as far as a quirk goes. It's it's useful. Like I could see how you could do it if you were a hero, if you had that. Quirk. He'd it, be better as a rescue hero. Uh, because it's tough to get him. It, it's tough to get the stuck objects and people off of said balls. Yeah, you. Yeah. Because it's tough alcohol. to get them off. <laughs> oh, wait, rubbing alcohol. Is that literally it? So, so I don't know if they've ever done it in the anime, but generally any solvent. Right. Because okay. here's the thing, too, is that you got to think about it like this. Nobody's generally going to be fucking in their everyday life nude. So nine times a day is probably going to be clothing that sticks to it. So worse comes to worse, you lose a pair of shoes or a shirt. <laughs> Are you really saying you're going to drop trow to get... Oh, fuck yeah. To get free. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if I'm like, oh, no, I'm falling from this building. I get stuck to the building with sticky balls from my pants... That first off, that's horribly unlucky. <laughs> no, yeah, so the thing is, is that now he's evolved this quirk, right? He can put it on a vine. Yeah, that was going to be the other part. That's one thing I forgot to mention about quirks when I was talking about quirks. Quirk um, <laughs> Awakening is the first stage where your quirk just manifests and you know that you can use it. Uh, if you use it and you get good with it, it can evolve. You can do more things. Which, I mean, because we watched a whole training arc <laughs> in yes. the anime about them uh, trying to power up their quirks. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Like, th- that's the one thing that I, I do greatly appreciate about My Hero Academia is the, the whole, like, power thing is that you can actively try to make it better. Yes. Like, you know, well, it's, it's like, like they say, it's a part of you, right? Yeah, it's, it's like just, a muscle. Yeah. It's, uh, just any other part of your body that you can train. You can improve your intellect. You can improve your muscles. Which, like, let's keep it a buck. My Hero Academia is less a shonen anime, more a workout anime. Yeah, it's fitness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty much, like, weirdly enough, yeah, man, it's kind of cool. <laughs> so, like, one of the powers that I found was it obviously has its usefulness, but I found it to be kind of lower ranked was Snipe. Who had Snipe? So, snipe. Yeah, his uh, his, his quirk <laughs> is homing. Oh, so okay. he fires bullets, just regular ass bullets, and they aim bot towards an intended target. He can three sixty no scope. Now here's <laughs> here was the thing. Though. He's a fucking aim bot. Yes, he really is. Um, so the thing about the thing about snipe, which they should have just called him aimbot because he can't actually snipe. Homing will send the projectile to the intended target. You can't aim. 
So if you're trying, oh, I'm going to shoot the weapon out of his hand, and you send a bullet, it could just rail him right in the head. So it literally just goes to the target. That's yes. no specific part. The other downside to the quirk, because every quirk has a weakness, is that it will lower the velocity of a bullet. Mm-hmm. So homing will make a bullet travel slower. It could theoretically make, say, a baseball travel faster. Huh. But something that's flying at the speed of sound will slow mm-hmm. based on homing. So now it's dodgeable. It's potentially. Yeah. yeah. You know, obviously, it, so it, it will go slower than the speed of sound. So he yeah. should be using airsoft weapons. <laughs> Whoa! It doesn't have the mass. Oh, paintballs. Hmm. Huh. Rubber paintballs, because like they have the same oh. diameter at hole. Just get the capsaicin <laughs> paintballs. Yeah, you never miss, what? and it doesn't matter where you hit at that point because it's gonna break anyway. Because we're breaking it down here. <laughs> we're, we're trying to tell you how to use your uh, quirk sweater. <laughs> yeah, that was the one that stood out to me a lot because it. <laughs> It kind of, and it was kind of interesting because they had they had a lot of different themes in the uh, first and second season that they really abandoned mm. when they went forward. One well, of them was, I mean, the firearms. Sto- <laughs> the story. Mm, no, I can't spoil. I hey, wait, <laughs> that's worth it. Yeah, yeah, that that's know. fair. But uh, <laughs> or do you want me to drop? Because this is manga spoilers. I do not no, listen. Guys, I, I I am technically really, really far behind in the sense of like the anime is just catching up to the manga. No, really. I'm just and I'm just catching up to the anime. Right. <laughs> so it's like so I am uh it's one of those things where it's like that's because yeah, just dangerous to give you an idea, chapter three eighty drops this month of the manga. Uh, wow. Isn't it pretty much fucking over? Because it, it's cause, ending probably this year. Cause what is I'm gonna butcher his name. Horikoshi. Correct. <laughs> um is uh he he straight up said he's like, yeah, the It's anime, coming to yeah. an end. He's yeah. an, he said it should end. Like it was supposed to in 2021, December, he said it if there's no delays or anything, it'll probably be done by December of last year, but COVID is yeah. a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Big fucking bitch. Fair, fair enough. Um let's let me think. You know what is a cool quirk? Fucking dragon. Yeah, that's a fucking awesome one. That's an awesome one. My only problem is is that she's just flesh-colored. So the hero with that is Ryukyu. Mm-hmm. The dragoon hero. Yeah, and she could turn into a dra- she, she turns into a legit fucking dragon. It's just yeah. flesh-colored dragon. She doesn't change colors to, like, red or anything. Yeah. But... How about the fucking fact that somebody made clothes that can switch from normal form to dragon form and back? So, so can I tell you? Can I tell you my favorite quirk that I've seen in My Hero Academia? And like, might be an obvious choice, but Eraserhead has one of the baddest quirks. Eraser, yeah, yeah, ever. Because here's the thing: all he has to do is just boom, make eye contact with you once. He doesn't have to hold eye contact. Yes, he, he does. Just, no, he has to be looking at he you. He has to not blink. That's that's the rule behind it. As long as he makes he can literally disable multiple quirks as long as he does not blink. 
<laughs> then it will not. That yeah, that was the one because I used to think that I used to think that he had to be locked eyes with you. He's got to make eye contact with you once and not blink. That's the biggest thing. That's pretty sick. Yeah. So but he, he does have to keep you in his field of vision. Gen- well, I mean, generally yes, but as long as he hits it just kind of once, he's good. And like that, because peripheral counts. Yeah, yes, yeah, it does. Because yeah. as long as he's within that hundred and ten degree peripheral vision arc, you're stuck. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was one of the, the one thing that it can't disable is mutation quirks. No, no, yeah, that's can't that, that, unmutate. Yeah, you. yeah, that's that's the one thing is like, it, which granted, right? All but like, so if you have a mutation quirk that lets you spit acid, though, like let's say you got uh, lizard instead of frog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if it could disable the acid spitting part. He, he no? could not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. M- mutation type quirks that. So mutation type, it it changes your body, your body form and chemistry. Well, yes. Because Sue is in, she's a frog. And mm. she has extra body parts. Yeah. She yeah. has the tibia tarsus of a frog. She has that third leg joint that lets them super jump. Yep. 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 And that, like, that, like, was, you can't untail uh, Ojiro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, I will say well, that as far as. Eraser head can't, but Chainsaw could. Oh, my lord. <laughs> That's a little dark. That's really dark. <laughs> uh, another thing is, like, these guys, a lot of the main characters are kids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just. They're fighting a war. It's really fucked up. Yeah. Like, the, the amount of. an actual Yakuza. Yeah, they were fighting Yakuza. Then they went the to Chie Hasaikai. Yeah, yeah, and then they went on to fighting an actual war against, yeah. like a group that literally calls themselves an army. Yep. Yeah, they're fucking and, kids, and they're gonna go out there and theoretically die. Yeah, and and the government totally they they were not telling them what the <laughs> scope of it was. It's re- like the thing about what makes that series great, and I didn't want to get too far into the series, but I I will a little bit. Is that damn it. Uh, they really made things feel real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the government being shady cunts and then <laughs> raising a child army of kids who just they're this is super powered um boy scouts, yeah. girl scouts until they actually get a job. Which is fucking crazy because it does jump off that quick. Yeah. <laughs> and and you know, they're sitting there like, oh well, you know. We'll clear them to do some provisional licensing, and and these kids are like, "Oh my gosh, this is great! Go fight a war!" <laughs> like, damn, son, got me no, fucked up. So, you know what's an interesting quirk? Now that I'm just thinking about it, so they have the characters that fail the provisional license test, right? So they have to go to the remedial courses. Yes, and they bring in the elementary kids, and yep. one of them just straight up has a fucking quirk called tongue tank. Yes. And his tongue turns into a tank cannon and he just shoots. Fucking and it's like full force tank cannon. How the fuck? Like, so here was the Well, that's the thing. He's normally it's his tongue is normal. He has to activate the quirk to change. A transformation quirk. That's fucking It's crazy. a transformation with some emitter. So that was gonna be the next thing about since we're this is what actually makes me excited to have this as a subject is I can go deep into what a quirk is and does. Mm -hmm. I don't get too wrapped up in trying to cover ground as far as a series and a storyline and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. it's actually really refreshing. Yeah. Um, So that was the idea. That was the idea um, about uh, 
the quirks and these kids they're getting stronger and stronger quirks because they're more of them are mixing yes and the idea is like we're getting um in that universe you're getting characters who are not just having they don't just have transformation quirks they have transformation part emitter you know or, transformation part mutation yeah which i feel like was a really kind of smart choice just kind of if you think about it from a writing standpoint and they say this is you said fifth Fifth generation, yes. fifth, sixth, depending um, on some how, of them might be seventh or eighth. Yeah, yeah. so they're still it, like babies. So you this, know? you know, this has been passed on and passed on, and like you even see it with, uh, you know, mild spoilers, mild spoilers, mild spoilers. Uh, you even see it with Endeavor picking his mate, so to speak. Yeah, quirk marriage is yeah, a thing. Yeah, in yeah, that yeah. So, you know, and and like that, like that's kind of cool that. You well, had... in the beginning, that was a way bigger thing. Endeavor just is the most famous and recent example. Yeah, yeah. So it like, and that's the thing that they made it. They made the quirks a part of the universe's. Um, social development. Right. Mm. Well, that's the thing, right? It has a part in your genetic code, mm-hmm. and you can pass that down. Once they figured out that quirks could combine and that you could make different new ones, there were people who were just marrying and mating for, for quirks. Yeah. Which, I mean, it, it kind it's, of really, like, it took it back to the fucking, to the old, ye old days. Yeah, know? it did ye old out on that shit. <laughs> yeah. And um, that was the other thing is there is, and, and it's all, like, supplemental stuff and uh, side story crap. Yeah. Which they need to, they need to go deeper into this. <laughs> there are, in that universe, a doomsday cult. Yeah. Who they they call it uh, quirk singularity? That eventually these quirks are going to combine and strengthen and combine and strengthen so much that humans won't be able to survive their own quirks. Right? Mm-hmm. They'll just run rampant. And you know, like in the case of uh, Todoroki, he has both of his parents' quirks, mm-hmm. but he also his weakness is his body cannot defend against the heat. Or the cold that well, he generates. No, if he overuses it, like if he's just using one or the other, he's okay. Yes. But mm. when he starts to just do one and one and one, because in the fight against Midoriya, you see he's starting to frostbite. Yes. Mm. And the uh, so this the doom the, this in universe doomsday cult. They're saying that so like the idea is like. People will start spawning. Why did I say spawning? Uh, people will start being born with. Smells like it's playing Call of Duty over here. Uh, respawn. They'll start um, being. Hold the point, bro. <laughs> they'll start being born with like the version of like imperfect one for all. Yeah. Where you use it and blow your fucking body apart. Right. So what has. And this is actual confirmed in universe shit. Yeah. There are. There's a doomsday cult that does like terrorist act and try to kill. Yeah, they quirk. try to call the population a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, there's a dooms. Not that that's not the only one though. There's one that feels like humanity shouldn't have quirks at all. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's all these different like. There's groups of people who have these beliefs, and it 
I mean, it's a very fleshed out universe. Yeah. yeah. I think like, I, I think that's one thing that, you, you know, because I've seen a lot recently, like, because My Hero Academia went from like the most like heralded shonen anime and manga series to come out in a while to you have this weird split of like just, you know, people who just fervently hate it. And people who, you know, sing its praises. And I think that's one thing you can't deny is that a lot of the shit in series was thought of. Yeah. A lot of it was written out. A lot of it was told to you, you know. So I feel like it's kind of one of the more fleshed out series, even though it hasn't run as long as some of these, you know, you look at your Naruto's, you look at your Bleach's, you look at, which, I mean, I have nothing against those particular series. I'm not the hugest fan of Naruto, I'll be honest, but it had its it had its moments in its own right. I, I will still fuck with an episode of Naruto and even still, like, watch some highlights and be like, that was good. Um, yeah, like, it takes a, it took them a long time to establish, like, deep lore and make it meaningful. Yeah. Like, when One Piece, I don't know how fucking long it took for them to actually start to establish the Will of D thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... Ugh. And My Hero Academia just kind of like fucking hit the gas. Yeah, and I, I almost do. too much. They didn't get to cover some of this shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I do think that that yeah that I will agree. I will actually agree on that. That I think they kind of really went fast through a lot of it, and it's like you know, I mean, it, they still did enough, but it was it was definitely something that could have. And I mean, maybe you never know what the plan is. Could be some prequel series. Could, there's a manga. There, there series is the a Vigil- prequel manga series, yeah. The Vigilantes. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. Which I'm like that. You know, if you're a manga reader, hopefully there's an anime. That'd be kind of cool. I'm not really. I'm not a reader. You know what I'm saying? Okay, <laughs> so, but manga. Let's just comic books no there's nothing i have nothing against manga i have nothing against comic books i have nothing against any form of literature i'm not a reader like you want, you want to know what's kind of interesting as a little sidebar <laughs> um you went and you, you you and your wife bought my wife um the first four issues of spy family <laughs> and uh i was reading through it and you want to know what for a hot minute i forgot that I forgot how to read manga. <laughs> you uh, you you tried going left to right. So I you? was I was paging, um, right to left, uh-huh. but I was reading left to right. <laughs> I had myself all fucked up. <laughs> you know, I do want to give that though. That art is nice. I looked at a couple pages. Yes, really good. So we talked a little bit about our. We talked a little bit about quirks. We talked a little bit about a little bit about wow English, <laughs> stupid quirks that sometimes they work. Like it's easy to like pick out dumb quirks, right? Like yeah. fucking long necks, stupid nails, you know, idiotic face. Idiotic face, me. Like there is just he did look at you when he said that. Yeah, I noticed that. Well, sometimes you be acting stupid. Um, I, even, I can't even. Oh no, it's raining. What am I supposed to do about that? Uh, but there are there are good quirks, right? And like you can't write a show about superheroes and not make fucking awesome ass quirks. So one or two of the best ones. 
personal opinion. And because you're not going to tell me what so, you're... Yeah, yeah. Fierce you're, Wings is one of my fucking favorites. Fuck yeah. From Hawks. Fuck from yeah. Hawks. Because <laughs> the utility of that... Because that's the thing, right? He can control each of these individual feathers and knows where all of them are. He can use, he can listen to the vibrations that they pick up. Mm. It's reconnaissance, it's attack, it's defense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. No, completely, completely love that one. <laughs> so, what was, uh, what was Gentle's quirk? What was the name of that oh, one? Oh, I, oh, fuck, I can't remember because his is actually pretty good. It's real. I like that one. And, as a hero, his shit would have been awesome. Right. Yeah. Being able and to, he wanted to be one so bad. Yep. Being able to change things springy was basically um was basically his quirk, right? And it has so many um it has so many different applications. Yeah. Once again, it's that same thing where you could use it as a defense. Mm. You could put something up in front of you and turn it springy. If if like a car is flying through the air, elasticity, elasticity. Yeah. Thank you. There we go. There we go. Um, the googling skills from Chrono. Yeah, he, clutch. He's, he's quick to he's it. Swift, That's bro. Swift as fuck. <laughs> on a I scale of black belt and Google. I, I'm sitting yes. there like a 75 year old on my phone, like. Hot and peck yeah, yeah. with one index finger looking past your glasses in my, in my case idiotic but elasticity I'm just me- looking past my inebriation <laughs> I can't even see past that it's a cloud um, well it's dark so oh damn emotion that was chrono that was a good stack I love work that. emotional damn <laughs> um, there is no therapy button So I think elasticity, like from a hero standpoint, just from a general standpoint, it's it's an amazing quirk in my opinion. Well, it's the fact that it can even do it to the air. Yes, he can do like the he might have actually gone through an evolution or two. The amount that he can do with his quirk, yeah, because you know the idea of like quirk evolution is it comes from a need, yeah. and I think he probably has had it. Yeah. Just from his backstory. He was a really weird side character in like season four. Like a filler arc. But damn it, he was really good. Yeah. 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 And his fight against Midoriya was actually really entertaining in my in my yeah. opinion. Oh my gosh, dude. I there were so many good fights. <laughs> like the oh. amount of saves you could do if you could turn things elastic. Yeah. I mean, not for nothing, but like if someone's falling. Yeah. You could turn the ground elastic. You can turn that motherfucker elastic. I don't think ever. it works on living things, though. Yeah, you might you might have a yeah. point, but yeah. still. But well, so imagine like if he just touches two cars that are about to hit, and so now here's the thing, though, is that if you were to think about it, it might not work on living things. Quirk evolution. Yeah, like it if, could if he evolved it. I mean, it could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but then you have a different problem. If he wasn't who he was and went villain, <laughs> hard villain with that, <laughs> and it started affecting living things. Oh, now your skull's elastic. Oh, oh and he fucking like it bangs your so- brain around and kills you. Ooh, ooh. Oh. Yeah, you just get your eggs scrambled. <laughs> <laughs> Rob. Ooh, like the amount of fucked up things you could do with quirks. 
Yeah. Um, I have, I actually, my favorite one, obviously, you kind of already know because I've talked about it. But I'm going to talk about my second favorite one, which is kind of a mix between two. So you remember Fat Gum. Oh, yeah. Right? Fat Gum's cool. And yes. what was the dude's name from the big three? The, oh, shit. Sun Eater? Yeah, yeah, sun yeah. Eater. Yep. So when you eat oh. stuff and then that turns into something. Right. You like, gain traits of what you yeah, eat. Yeah. Which I really, like, that was always, like, a very, like, cool style of quirk to me because it's like you could kind of like if you think about eating like i eat some freaking uh um squid balls i forget what the fuck they're yeah 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 <laughs> and then it's so, like yeah because he eats yeah, octopus so yeah. he gets the yeah and it's, and it's like and you could you know you could eat a number of things to get different powers like you could get you know in fat gum's case you could just the amount that you eat which Motherfucker, I love to eat. So, like, right. play games. <laughs> the fat taxi. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That bro. was hilarious. <laughs> Jump in my fat. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like at a regular run. He's not like booking it. Yeah, no. <laughs> that no. taxi just allows him to carry a couple of so people. So, here's the thing, though, right? It is kind of impressive that he weighs that much and can still hit a sprint. Right. That's true. That's true. That's a lot. That's a lot of. Bonus. But then when he runs, like when he releases everything, and then he's just this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a really that generated so many fucking memes. I dude, but that I was hilarious. I cannot tell you the amount of hype that scene. Built. Oh yeah, like it was crazy, dude. Because that remember. show's lousy with hype, dude. It is. It, it's so like so much of it is just so hype all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like if you. Like, if you sprint, like, if you marathon that show, you might, like, burn yourself out. Dude, you might <laughs> dude be, I, like, brain dead from all the freaking hype. Like, I, I can't even tell you. It's, like, it was, it was I believe, season two, which was their, um, their little tournament arc there. Uh, oh, my gosh, dude. Like, like, still to this day, when I think of Todoroki... Like, the, this is the reason why Todoroki's a go, man. <laughs> like, you know, the Midoriya versus Todoroki fight. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, Midoriya's just breaking yeah, bone after yeah. bone after bone. And, dude, it was like you could look at these two people and it's like, man, they, they were just, they were going at each other. And it was like, oh, it was just crazy. The animation was crazy. The stakes were crazy. The emotion was crazy. I'm like, like that is literally like, w when they say, why does every show have, have a tournament arc? That's fucking why. Because you could do that. That's the thing, though. <laughs> tournament arcs and shonen anime tend to be some of the best arcs. Yeah, yeah. Like, they get the bad rap, but they are. Yeah, yeah. They, they generate the hype moments because it's that's all that it is. You don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to tell somebody why it has to happen. Yeah. They're just going to bust out and use their best moves just fucking because. Because they want to win. Yeah. Yes. Stop, stop trying to tell a story in a tournament arc. That's yep. your problem. Yep. <laughs> beat that ass, use their best moves, and generate the most hype. Yeah, yeah. But the eat, the eat recycle type of cork is, is kind of my... There's a couple of people who kind of have that because there's the one dude with the sugar. Eat, yeah. Sugar rush. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Even uh, Yayurozu. Yeah, yeah. She well, lipid, so the lipids or whatever. So yeah. lipids are fat. Yeah, right? yeah. Which 
<laughs> no, her power is fucking sweet, though. So, no, the power, the power is fucking awesome. I, I have, I have, I have issues with the character. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 There's no. quota. No, achieved. wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. It's not that this time. It's oh, not that this okay. time. I'm actually really not okay with how like because if you look at the dudes who have like an EU something type of quirk, they they're not like. Yeah, like Sun Eater has got different body parts. Yeah, yeah, they're not. Fat like, gum is fat. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, Rosu is. Because you're using fat. Well, so. Well, so <laughs> lipids, technically calling it just fat is an oversimplification. Right. Well, dang it, man. <laughs> Stop with the science. Don't give me any scientific reason to be. Okay, fixed. but we just talked about the fact that quirks are genetic. Lee tied, right, so they're right. they have DNA, which means they mix. You're right. <laughs> and meiosis is fucking crazy. <laughs> so one thing that I so like thinking about um thinking about gentle as a hero, his elasticity quirk would be amazing. Right. Yeah. Thinking about Yayorozu as a villain, she would be a counterfeiter. Dude. Right? Oh why? and it I mean like really oh yeah really like basically a crime boss level counterfeit well think about it though she could just make a fucking gun and just she'd be an assassin or or just (laughs) it's a situation where like unless you're able to really pay attention to it if you have the uh, the opportunity to study something enough you can make fake jewels you can make well the thing is is that what she creates is the real thing so if she says i want to make a diamond because she says it early on right she's like no i prefer to shop because if i made it from my quirk i'm going to destroy the economy exactly so if if i was a villain i'd crumble that fucking economy (laughs) just make gold bars yeah absolutely and and that would be that'd be honestly even if she went legit she could just make gold bars and sell it to like tech companies and shit right very like, true. as long as you made sure that you contracted somebody, this is really weird to think about it yeah. because, right? Like, there are like they call them conflict medals, and yeah. this is a real problem that happens in tech. Mm-mm. Yeah, stuff like um, gold, lithium. And, yep, lithium. Stuff that you have to go to these countries where you know terrible fucking people make their make their criminal empires and selling these fucking conflict yeah. fucking metals. And well, I mean, blood diamonds are a thing, right? Yep, she yep. could completely fucking stop that. Yeah. When you think about the application of quirks, like obviously when you look at my hero academia, it's more often put in the hero versus villain. Kind it's of like aspect. boots on the ground. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, there's so many, <laughs> so many. It could, it could be crazy. It could be so, crazy. Do we want to each do one more favorite or no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would say I'll I got one more. Hmm, what's my other? I mean, you know mine. I mean, you guaranteed know mine because my absolute favorite is Erasure. Absolute. Yeah, that's favorite. fair. Because like one, he's a cool fucking character. Like and like, I, I know you can't really judge the quirk on the character, but like the combination. No, of the but two, that's kind of the thing, right? Is is that a lot of the time it's like. It almost seems like the quirk also influences the character. Yeah, it really no, no it really does, and I think I think that's kind of one of the reasons why like it just sticks in my mind. He's just such like 
It's just cool. Mm-hmm. How the quirk works is cool. How the character is is cool. So, it's okay. Cool. I'll go first again because this is the thing, right? This is going to be a weird one. But I like this character a lot. He's really stuck out to me. Brainwash with Shinso. Yes! Yes! Oh, wow. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> so this has more to do with the fact that Shinso is fucking trying so hard to be a hero uh-huh. because his quirk is not heroic, right? Yeah, How often in something yes. is the brainwash character just like, I can do whatever I want and nothing happens. Yep. No. And he dislikes that people tell him to do that. Mm. He's trying so hard to be a good guy. Yeah. And he even takes up. Eraser heads like uh, the capture scar. Yeah, because yeah. Eraser oh head starts doing unique training with him. Yep. So maybe brainwashing itself isn't one of my favorites, but Shinso as a character is like fucking amazing. Uh, if I was gonna actually just pick another quirk, Dark Shadow <laughs> from Fumikage, the fact that Dark he can just Shadow. because it's a second thing, right? Yes, he has another living creature vaguely. But it's intelligent. He's Zato One. Yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah, from Guilty Gear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he didn't die to get his power. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> I think um, if I was to pick another favorite quirk, something that's hmm, it's got to be uh, it's got to be hardening. That's fair. Just yeah. because you know, as far as an application goes, like being able to do the most just being able to like blast somebody with a whole bunch of fucking fire or be able to completely freeze a whole city block. Fucking awesome. Mm. Believe me, it's not lost on me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but being the guy that can survive it. Yes. Yeah. That you just hold your fucking ground. Right. I like that idea. And I like the fact that, uh, Kirishima can turn his arms and legs and like kind of vaguely blade, like, you know, but mostly it is just about endurance and just being fucking unbreakable. Yeah. Like that was yeah. his that was his signature move was Red Riot unbreakable. And yeah. like it it got me so fucking hyped when he did that. He got so oh much spikier. <laughs> Dude, that that was one of the biggest and I, I kinda I'm starting to see a theme that's kinda happening with our second uh quirks that we picked here is that oftentimes like you look at the quirk itself, if you were just to, to, to describe it, it's not really that, like, crazy. But when you see it and, like, these characters put it into action, right. it's, like, it's like, damn. Like, that's fucking awesome. Yo, the fact that. Yeah. So here's the thing, <laughs> a right? telling of our personalities. Yeah. Ashido actually, like, makes a move based on Kirishima, right? Because she makes Acid Man. Yes. So yeah. she surrounds herself in just, like, maximum viscosity liquid, which that's the thing, right? A oh, high viscosity liquid is hard to get through because yes. you can't break its density. Mm-hmm. So that was just such a cool evolution yeah. of her character too. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and like that, like that's one of the biggest things. Character driven. You look at these quirks, and it's like, damn, man, you they use it in such unique ways, and it's like, damn, man, I I want that quirk. <laughs> like, <laughs> so now. Once again, the cast of Critical Hit. 
Gets isekai. Gets isekai into My Hero Academia. Um, I like that you picked that because it's like your least favorite genre of anime. Yeah, I absolutely fucking can't stand isekai. It makes me fucking, it makes my balls itch. I can't fucking stand it. Um, but. Hardening. <laughs> hey, I got a quirk. Oh, fucking no. Oh, my gosh. Tonight's going to be interesting. Oh, 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 corner my wife and be like, I got a quirk. <laughs> She's going to hit you with a frying pan. Thirst quota achieved. Oh, yeah. That's for the first time in quickly history, it was you. Um, so, right. Like, what would a quirk be for us? Like, what would we do? <laughs> I've got an idea <laughs> and this shit came to me and I'm not even fucking kidding it came to me in a dream and it was fully fleshed out Yeah, okay. it was insane right so granted it has a little bit of that you know like your dreams slightly um, mirror your realities like what you're thinking about Yeah, my quirk right I am an emitter type I, my quirk allows me to bond things that I touch. Okay. Inanimate objects. They can't, they can't be separated. Okay. Um, I would be a rescue type hero. You're Mineta. No, no, I'm better than Mineta. <laughs> I'm Mineta, bitch. <laughs> Mineta, bitch. No. Um <laughs> so my uh you just witnessed that crow. <laughs> I saw nothing. We're audio only. Yes, true, true. So my hero name is Plaster. Okay. And my <laughs> my quirk is bonding. How on the <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I'm a plasterer. That's what I fucking do. <laughs> uh, and it was really weird. It was absolutely insane because it actually, my whole fucking thing, right? I had my whole, I had my gear, bro. Right. My whole freaking outfit was obviously construction thing. <laughs> um, the Timex <laughs> suit? No, like I had, well, it was like cargo pants, right? <laughs> okay. But I had like a cool shirt and it was, it had some high fish stripes. Uh, <laughs> and I had a, like a fall arrest harness, okay. right? And they have the little lanyard off the back. Yeah. But instead of using it to to stop myself from falling, I would swing it and throw it, and it would hook onto things, and I would swing around like that. Okay. And then I have a plastering trowel mm -hmm. that was longer, and okay. it worked as a sword. Okay. Ooh. So what I would do... But you're a rescue hero. Hey... If a motherfucker's got a shake, a motherfucker's got a yeah, shake. Yeah, you still got a shake. But the thing, <laughs> hands are right, 13. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, like, if you need to, like, cut somebody out of something. That, so here's the thing. You don't know this, but if you do exterior um, plaster, or if you do ephus, right, mm -hmm. um, all you do is sharpen these fucking trowels. It's the sh I'll bring it in. Okay. I'll bring it in. Um, let's see. I'll bring it in Friday. It's the sharpest fucking thing you've ever fucking seen. So okay. please don't <laughs> listen. Don't we're, leave it around your we're, children. We're, we're celebrating a birthday Friday, so please we'll don't. We'll cut the cake with a trowel. <laughs> yes, it's the sh it's. I'm gonna say it's sharper than a scalpel. 
No, and the thing, I don't know about that. The thing is, as my as as plaster, I would be able to cut through objects to get to people. Uh huh. And if there was something that was going to collapse on them, I would be able to use my my quirk bonding to stop things from falling apart. I can mm-hmm. just hold shit together. Right. No, that's that. I like that. That is okay. cool. That is actually pretty cool. <laughs> okay. So yeah, no, I mean that's no fleshed out. That's yeah. actually really I, cool. And in my and it's so fucked up. It was so like I got the <laughs> like sleep, I saw this. I got the sleep apnea. <laughs> so I so like I don't dream I used to not dream. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first dreams that I fucking had after right. getting my uh, my CPAP machine and being able to like not suffocate when I sleep. Right, like that shit has stuck with me. I've been trying to talk about it, but I don't know. How to- <laughs> yeah, it's like insane. Like, I, and I was like, and I was looking down and, I, and it, like the lanyard because if you ever wear a fucking fall arrest harness Mm -hmm. the lanyard is got a heavy fucking block on it it'd be perfect as a grappling hook right (laughs) (laughs) and i was just swinging around (laughs) it was sick okay okay that's cool i mean i i I gotta give you that that's actually a really cool idea that'd be my hero name placer Uh my quirk is bonding (laughs) that's actually really cool so um I actually just, I was thinking hard about this because since uh, Chrono brought up the topic, I've been really thinking hard about it. And I'm like, it actually took me a while to come up with this idea, right? So um, my hero name is Good Vibes. (laughs) (laughs) I, oh boy. Okay, this is going to go one of two ways. hold, Hold on, hear me out. The quirk is called Karmatic. It is a hero only quirk. That is that. That's the biggest thing. It does not work in in the case of villainy. So, when you do good things and you do uh, okay. you, you know your, your positive crap, you 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 release dopamine into the brain. You know, that's just an inherent thing that happens. So, what happens is you take this dopamine that's released in your brain. You take that chemical and you channel it into the kinetic energy. Which is released through certain points in your body, so you can release it through you. You can release it through feet. You can mm-hmm. release it through fingers. You can release it through. And basically, the idea is, is that as a hero, you just control kinetic energy in multiple ways. So I was I was imagining you could like fire off like a rocket if you wanted to. You could like if I need to like power up my punch, I could like add kinetic energy to it and just. Blast somebody in the face with it if I needed to, you know, just a lot of different ways to kind of like control the kinetic energy and then you could use it to power up attacks. You could use it. So I was also thinking deep down to even as the costume design, because the drawback, there's a a couple drawbacks. One, you'd have to constantly be like doing good things for people or drugs. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Total chaotic. Wow, why you gotta be like that? Uh, <laughs> you could. Uh, you, you it's just about dopamine. <laughs> no, nah, he did. like smokes a blunt. So, so, he, so here's what I was thinking. His support item is an endless blunt. I'm, I, I'm gonna start with the it's suit. A um, the 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 costume that you would use would be to essentially make it so that your body could withstand said kinetic energy. Because just because you can use the kinetic energy doesn't mean that your body can withstand the high amounts of kinetic energy. Mm-hmm. So okay. 
That's pretty much what the suit is going to be for. The drawbacks are overloads of dopamine would make it so that because theoretically you you think about it, we could build something this day and we could have a, a certain rating to it. We'll say a kinetic energy rating just to fucking bullshit it right now. Um, and just because you build it with a certain rating doesn't mean necessarily that you can't kind of go over that. So if you if you so in the case of if you want to just spam something like, oh, man, I'm just going to fucking talk a bunch of weed. And then the next thing you know, dopamine receptors, ah, you might overload it. Well, yes, generally, that's the thing, right, is, is that. If you overuse your dopamine receptors, they require an ever higher high. Yep. Yep. So there's a certain point. So that ends up creating a serotonin imbalance. Precisely, which is where the karmatic part comes from. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so you actually got to be doing good things. That's what I'm saying. That's pretty sick. So um, uh, the other thing is, obviously, you know, if if you do end up overloading your your dopamine receptors, you could do it in random situations. So we'll we'll say the uh, the old the old fashioned. the hub. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're Fuck fucking. Sake. Why do you always do it? Why do you always fucking degenerate? <laughs> no, you might be. You might be in more ways than one. You might be blasting to the roof. Damn, you're disgusting. <laughs> of course, you'd have to do. And why do you have to end it on that? Anyway, no, no, I, I, I felt like that was a pretty good. I felt like that was pretty good. <laughs> so. My quirk, psychokinesis. Oh, okay. So he's just gonna be fucking. He's Gene Gray from. No, he's Phoenix. So that's the thing, right? Psychokinesis is specifically defined as the ability to manipulate a physical system without touching it. A physical system is defined. It can be various things. If you look at a lake of water, it can be the whole lake, half the lake, or an individual molecule within the lake. So this quirk would require a lot of training to fully fucking use. But if you get to it, you could alter the molecules in your body. So again, carbon is one of the most versatile molecule atoms in the universe. Depending on how you shape it, you have coal, you have life, you have diamonds. So you could manipulate your own body technically to become diamond hard. Obviously, you have to be careful because if you don't do it right, you could cut yourself. Mm. So you could kill yourself with this quirk. Mm. That's a pretty big fucking <laughs> That means that you could manipulate molecules in the air. So much like elasticity, you could make air hard. This is, uh, you know, like. Somehow this doesn't um, surprise me that you have found a way to realistically fuck up reality with your power. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) He's out there. He's not even min-maxing. He's just fucking maxing. (laughs) He's maxing. (laughs) Well, because that's the thing, right? Maxi could never. (laughs) If you're fighting another emitter type... You can just, if they're throwing heat at you, you just remove the oxygen from the fire. Mm. Yeah. Mm, that's actually a really good quote. You just use psychokinesis to start fucking with atoms. So you're, you, you, so here's the thing. Can, can I point this out? We were like, okay, it's going to be quirks. And you're like, I need to figure out something that could be like 
one for all, all for one level. <laughs> but with that, I was like, I just want it cool. No, because if you think about pulling atoms apart, you could just make somebody explode like a nuclear bomb. Yeah. That's fucking... Ooh. But Ooh, the man. level you would have to get to to do that, I don't know if you could do in one human lifetime. Yeah, because like think like think about the 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 current age of like the main My Hero Academia characters. They wouldn't be able to fuck with that at all, right? <laughs> Promise. Like, <you. laughs> I would have to train from like the age that those kids are at fifteen to like Heihachi. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, but at the same time, though, like... But even, you were kind of right, though, because that's Phoenix, right? Right. Because she's, yes, she has the basis of Jean Grey's telepathy and telekinesis, but mm. she's just out here manipulating physical systems. Yep. That's all she's doing. Okay, you know, that's true. But, it, but I think one of those things where, like, you could develop that quirk... Um. If you had the right mindset to go into it, like somebody like Shinzo, yeah, would more w- would more likely be able to. I guess the the crazier your hair and the the least eyebrows you have, um, <laughs> the closer you would get <laughs> to just maximizing that shit, right? Yeah, because you would only need to do it one fucking time, right? If <laughs> you know what I mean, like you'd have to if you sat there on a park bench. And just thought of a distant mountain. Just kept staring at it. Just kept looking at it. Just kept working it. like Because it's like clay. You just keep picking at it until you pick a small enough piece apart. Right. You separate that piece and blow a fucking mountain to nothing. Right. That's and the then other thing, you, right? And then you'd be like, flex. Hard flex. It's just like, what you want now, dude? Right. So if you wanted to go the villain route, if you learn how to manipulate people's heart valves... You just close it, and they have a heart attack. Yeah, just hold it. Huh. I will say this, though. It does have a pretty big drawback if you wanted to be a hero. Yeah. Because if somebody could get control of you, everyone else is fucked. Absolutely. <laughs> like, no, this it. is that's the thing about powerful quirks, right? Because like, if Shinso was a villain and got a hold of somebody like Todoroki, right? Mm. Todoroki is very powerful. That yeah. would be fucking scary. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Shinso as a person is that good. Yeah. Yep. yep. But yeah, it's just like, that's that would be the other cool part, though, is, is oh, this guy has a heart blockage. No, he doesn't. Ooh, you're yeah. kind of like all if so, around at that well, point. Yeah, like that'd be one of those situations where if, if someone drops out and they're having a stroke, you could like stop that shit. Right. Because yeah. you can move the blood vessels. You can get the blood flowing. Yep. Is, uh, oh, that's a good one. Because I'll, I'll be honest, I'm aggressive. My, like that's my, that's my thing. Is I mean, I primarily would be using this to attack because just the ability to pick up a fucking boulder and throw it at somebody. Mm-hmm. But, but if we're talking about, ooh, which... This might be a good segue if we're talking about who's going to be the number one hero. Well, hang on. Let me give you my hero name. <laughs> oh. Dynamic. Dynamic. Oh, okay. That's a, good, that's a good one. So here's the thing, right? It used to be called kinetics. That was the field of science. Right. But now that's more the field of engineering. Science is more moved to dynamics. So that's where dynamic came from. That's See, how, that's really good. I was about to be kinetic. That was going to be my hero name. Eh. That was like it doesn't really explain the the point behind it too but much. But good vibes really does work for that. Yeah, good yeah. vibes is excellent <laughs> for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what would be the ranking? 
I wouldn't even, I don't think I would even make top 20. <laughs> Unfortunately. I, I might keep it a buck. So here's the thing. So okay. we should rank each other. Yeah, yeah. we can't rank yeah. our own. You know. So here, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna give it this. You have you have a chance to explain your case. Hmm. Explain why you would be a high ranked hero, and then the other two can judge. Okay. So am I? Am yeah. I on the? I'm, I'm yeah, on the block. The, you're on the block right now. <laughs> okay. So the thing that would make me a high ranking hero would be. I think I'd be a high ranking hero because I could focus. I would focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to be out stopping crime. I am going to be nearly flawless in my execution of like being able to stop like fucking natural disasters. Someone's wiling out and using their quirk and just blasting shit. Right. Like I'm all over the place and just, and my emitter quirk it just bonding two things together i think it would have the i think the drawback would probably be not quite i wouldn't it wouldn't be the drawback that i wouldn't be able to bond things Mm -hmm. is it the only drawback would be how fast i could move across an area to bond it right Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, to be fair, support quirks are oftentimes paired with more active quirks. So here's the thing, right? Number eight, Wash is not an attack hero. Right. Wash is a support and rescue hero. Mm-hmm. And so, I think I could probably do better. Huh? That's an interesting Because it'd be a situation like, you know, it's Spider-Man swinging and being able, like, you know... If you know the mythos of fucking plastering and how sharp those fucking tools can get, <laughs> um, uh, that's how I'm. The, you don't need the jaws of life when you can just cut through things. Hmm. And uh, well, that's the other thing, right? Because you could modify your trowel, right? Just make it a diamond tip. Yep. You are your hero would be the best first responder. Yes. Period. I think. Yeah. I, I think so. I would. I would. I, I would vote that. I would, I would, I would too, because that's the thing, right? Part of being a hero is being able to save people's lives. It's not just about offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say I'm going to vote. I'm out. I, I got my numbers. Six. Number six. Hell yeah. So, Hell yeah. so here's the thing. I do think that overall being able to, because uh, as, as the point of being a hero is to rescue somebody. And to have various different ways of being able to rescue somebody in an effective way, I would say that, yeah, I would say number six. Number six, I feel like it's a fair ranking. I'll go seven. Nice. You nice. can make top ten. And like you said, I think you could be better than Wash. Cause Definitely. Definitely. Wash is just weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a washing machine. Yes. <laughs> um. So I'm going to... All right. So I'm, I'm going to take my chance to argue my case. So... I will say, as far as being a frontliner, I feel like I could argue that I would be one of the better frontliners. So I could match speeds. You know, Tanya couldn't. <laughs> um, you know, don't be coming after my boy Ida. <laughs> you know, he he couldn't. I can I can match his speeds. I can match strength. 
with some of the strongest out there. You know, I mean, granted, it'd be in bursts. Okay, and it would have a it would have a requirement of being able to do something good beforehand. But if you are a hero by default, it kind of puts you into a high dopamine. You're always going to have a baseline, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you have a good you have a good baseline to continually draw from the well. So that's very similar to almost one for all, right? You would have to use it at percentages. Yeah. Yep. Very much so. You'd have to dial yourself in and out. Yeah. Yep. You would not be able to expend everything all at one go because even though you might be continually doing something good, that doesn't mean that your brain's constantly, you know, doing dopamine at that point. So you would have to, the initial high is what you kind of got to ride for lack of a better term. (laughs) But it's like, there's a lot of things that you could do at that point. You know, if if I needed to if I needed to reach heights, I could reach heights. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the the way I see it is kind of like uh, if you look at um, Uraraka, kind of how she has like the connection the gravity, the zero gravity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of be like that, except it would just be for releasing the energy instead. So if you think about it, you got it on the bottoms of your feet. Shoot up. Boom. So I think the drawbacks would come from. Since it is bursts, like if you talk about Ida, he can change direction rapidly. He can turn on a dime. Yes. That you, is true. It'd be a situation where you would have to stop. You would need gear that lets you like. Well, the gear would be to protect his body. Yeah. But that's the thing, right? Like if he has like a flap that opens up that allows him to do sharp turns with a burst of energy or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. I would say one of the X factors that would increase his rank would be the humanitarian work. Yes, absolutely. Because you're just going to be like, I'm going to be out at a soup kitchen. Because that's the thing. You'd be in uniform at the soup kitchen, and you'd be like, yeah, I'm just handing stuff out. Yeah, because like if if you're because if that's the if that's the charge for the quirk, it's also a way to make yourself a public icon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I have sure. I have my number. Um, you want me to just give my number go first? Go for it. Three. Yeah, he would be. He'd be three. He, yeah, I think he'd be definitely top three. I think the lowest would be number three. Yeah. Thank you. Shit. I appreciate be, that. Because, um, like for instance, Hawks is number two by default because he's so good at saving people. Yes, and I think that. Um, in that universe, somebody with a greater humanitarian, um, with a greater humanitarian like image, would overtake Hawks. As even even if you're not quite as good as uh, at like rescuing and stuff, yeah, I think for sure it would be a situation where the personality would. Well, being heroic isn't always being reactive, right? Yes, it's Endeavor says that himself, right? Yeah. He's kind of like. I prefer to be proactive. That's the point of hero patrols. Yes. But I, yeah, I think like it's not like even the name good vibes is, it's not just about like throwing down on people. There's a lot that would go into charging the quirk and it's a lot that goes into the personality of that hero. So it would be probably a, for sure, like a top three. Yeah. Shit. I mean, well, thank you. I feel really good about that. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. You know I'm gunning for it. <laughs> Let's hear it. So Let's here's the thing, hear. right? Avalanche. Gone. Okay. Fucking guy just stole everybody's fucking purses and shit. Back. Yep. <sighs> I think the... <laughs> It's tough when you can edit reality. <laughs> um, <laughs> so here's the thing. All right, <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna be a deep this is gonna be a dig deep here. <laughs> is so, it a dig deep to substantiate the high one or to try to make it lower? So this is this is gonna be the uh, pretty much the only counter argument you can make against. <laughs> so this is not to make it lower, but I am saying that there there is some follies to it. I agree. So here's the thing: as we as we have already stated, there's there's the problem of if there anybody could get a. A control of you. Yes. It would then be not only a problem. Or if he just decided, fuck it. Yeah. The yeah. biggest problem. Because, <laughs> like, like, like that, that's one of the biggest things. Like, if somebody, say, you know, a mind-controlling quirk took control of, you know, me, for example. Oh, shit. My, my quirk is I can use good karma, essentially, to give me kinetic energy. Mm-hmm. But if you're evil... And you're trying to make me do evil things. Doesn't work. It doesn't work. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of I feel like that's one of the major drawbacks is that if you if you were to get taken over by something. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I don't know if there's any way, because I'm I'm not a sciencey type, so I don't know if there's any way to counteract that. So <laughs> there it would depend on the type of control, right? Because you can use drug conditioning to try and condition people to do what you want. Mm. But part of this is manipulating. You can alter your own neurochemistry. So if someone does try to do that to you, you can unprogram it. Right. It would have to be something way more like Shinso. Yeah. But even then. So, you know how like. You know how Endeavor was number two. Right. He's number two strictly based on performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a situation where you'd be top three mm-hmm. strictly on performance, but it'd be a tough thing for people to not be fucking scared of you. Yeah, no, and, I, and I get that. And the same reason why Endeavor, like Endeavor's number one now just because All Might isn't there. Yeah. And people are scared the fuck to death of uh, Endeavor because he is just blast your ass with the heat of the sun. (laughs) That's actually a really good point. And he's always scowling and very fucking mean. And he, maybe he's not mean to people, but damn it. (laughs) No, I don't smile a lot. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm envisioning you and your personality and being able to click um, people gone. <laughs> and I'm like, um, it'd be tough to sell him as a fucking hero. Be like, he's just. <laughs> was, was he just annoyed at those guys? They're gone. <laughs> so I, or they've been turned into babies. <laughs> Some ridiculous shit. Because like, you start messing with people's atoms. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> So I, I do agree on that. That's an interesting way to look at it. I didn't really look at it like that at first. But I will say that there's almost, it's inarguably two, in my opinion. Because, like, here's the thing. Yes, it's a hard sell publicly. 
But at the same time, it's like... Yeah, them, you can't argue with the numbers. Yeah, th- those streets are safe, dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and, and it's so, that same fucking Endeavor effect. So, <laughs> so effect-wise, one. But if you add in the public element of it, two. Two. That's fair. Yeah. Because that's the thing, right? It would almost kind of unintentionally end up a hero being the symbol of fear. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, the average person would go about their day just fine, but, like... You know, they'd still be kind of like, I jaywalked. What's going to happen? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, and, that's fair. And I think it'd be a situation where you'd have to battle with Crimson for to, to not get knocked out at two. Absolutely. Because the personality game, that just the hero set up for. Nah, he's for a fucking five. hype man. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's I'm, always out here like, let's fucking go. We're going to do this. Like if he scored some high profile busts or something. Yeah. Like if he busts in and kicks kicks the Shia Psyche around, <laughs> it'd be a situation where he's two or an or even number one. Oh, yeah. but I would love to go against Overhaul with a fully powered psychokinesis. Oh fuck yeah! It, it would just get ugly. So it'd just I be know. splats all over the ground. Uh, <laughs> so so here here's an interesting thing: is it wild card? Flip it, villains. Villains? I would make a ter- I make gone. a terrible villain. No, I'm gone. I'm out the running. Here's the thing, though. Well, it, it, if you become a if you become a sadist, then your power goes out of fucking control, right? True. If you're one of those people who just like to watch people suffer. But here's the thing. So here, here's an interestingly, possibly incredibly naively optimistic look on things: is that I don't believe that a lot of people are okay with that. I don't believe that a lot of people truly find any type of pleasure from sadistic things. Because even if you look at things like mass murderers, you, you look at your Ted Bundy's, you know, you look at your, um, what was that fucking recent one that they made a show about? Fucking, uh... Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you Dahmer? Look, yeah. yeah, Dahmer. There we go. Jeffrey Dahmer. You, all of them generally have some tone of remorse behind everything. So some of them. So I would say that the initial dopamine effect of it would probably be incredibly high. So, but no. I feel like the tapering would be rather quick. Here's where I'm going to go with you. If you were to go a villain, Charles Manson, you would be that style. You're not oh, going to be yeah. the frontline villain. You're going to get your rocks off from manipulating people to do it. Yeah, and, and then and, if somebody comes at you, you can just release that kinetic energy. Yeah, the idea of good vibes is you're getting people on board. Huh? The cult of personality. Yes. I didn't think about it like yeah. that. So here's the thing. Now with that number. <laughs> I would say probably you're, you would be... As a villain, you might. That's tough because, right, all for one exists. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And he was the cult of personality. Yeah. You. The thing is, is that if he viewed you as a rival, he would just kill you. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah no, but if you agree. take. So let's say we're in America because that's where we live. Yeah. So we'll be American heroes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would so say. We got some distance. <laughs> so as a villain, you could probably take the number one. Okay. Yeah, it would it would it would either be a number one or a I would say number five with some one spikes. Yeah. I think that it would be You'd definitely be on a wanted list. Yeah, Yeah. for sure top ten. Okay. Okay. I would be a terrible villain. No. So here's the thing about your (laughs) thing, right? 
the ability to bond two items together. So you're in a high speed chase with the police. Just carry a fucking can of soda, throw it at their tire. All of a sudden they've hit a fucking they can't roll, throw a block at them. Oh, yeah. Your quirk. You don't you're not really a mass murderer. You'd be a fucking bank robber. Yeah, because you can just cut into the back of it, get in, get out. Oh, that's fucking right. And then no. you can seal it right back up. Mm. Escape would be pretty good. Yeah, hold up, though, because I wasn't even really thinking about that. Because because if you think about a lot of things that are kind of built, even as far as security goes and everything like that, it's like it's built off of a very, uh, um, I'm going to say, even playing field you will combine it with anything it's fucked right so like you just fucking pop something over the camera yeah never there yeah Yeah, that's the thing is yeah no you're yeah you're a fucking heist master yeah you're a heist dude i think i still it would be lower ranking though definitely because you're not so you're a white collar criminal right Because he's going to be encouraging people to steal, murder, plunder, all that shit. He's leading a pirate crew. Yes. I I would be... Like, you could end up on the top ten if you just, like, emptied, you know, Fort Knox. Yes. Yeah. But it would be tough, like, as far as having, like, being able to, like, survive in, like, a really bad situation. Like, if a heist goes wrong. Right. So it'd be a situation if I... It'd be a it'd be smash and grabs. Yeah. But yeah. really good smash and grabs. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't think it would rank very high. Did, I mean, I think you could end up maybe not on a government's most wanted list, but definitely a corporation's. Yeah, like a yeah. like if you just had a corporation that pissed you off yes. and you just started a vendetta against them. Because that's the thing, right? Like I said, you're not a murderer. Yes. Yeah. I think I could probably be like a you could crack top twenty, I think. I yeah, I feel like I feel like something like yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, you know, you know, kind of thing. I feel like that would be because I feel like if as soon as you stop going after just being truly evil, because at the end of the day, you could rob somebody and not necessarily be a fucking bad guy, right? You know? So it's like I feel like it's kind of like the, one of those twice situations. Yes, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Now we've got one last <laughs> one. Yeah. yeah, number one. One. <laughs> one. Yeah. There's not. There's no. There's no. Because no, I, I would, feel like, dude. I myself would pay for All Might's ticket. Yeah. Yeah. To fly <laughs> over here and punch you in the face <laughs> and hopefully stop. Because <laughs> like, let's just talk about what we talked about before, where it's like this becomes a thing where it's he, like he talked about his power, and I forgot that we were talking about heroes. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's the thing is you have you have a control of fear, man. And like when it comes to being a villain, I think the thing that makes you the top villain, like look at Joker from Batman, yeah. for example. He's not the fucking most superpowered, strongest, this, that, the other thing. The man controls by fear. Yeah. But also, you know, his quirk would allow him to kill people, and people wouldn't know what happened. No, I mean, definitively. You squeeze a brain valve, and then they just die. But, <laughs> right. That's not even like, oh, he just had a stroke. Yes. But here, here's the thing. I think that because the quirk, I feel like, can be very easily argued either way. Right. 
So I think that the thing that it comes down to is that this person has an ability that, like, when you square up with this motherfucker, it's like... (laughs) This is not going to end well. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, if he says fucking jump, you're like, I really hope he doesn't fucking deconstruct me in midair. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm and saying? It, exactly. It's a situation where even if it's a situation where you could, um, I said situation twice, and now that's three. Um, <laughs> if you can resist having your body chemistry altered and fucked with, it still is a Situation four. We're back at it. Now I'm hyper aware. It's still a scenario where you could just drop a fucking skyscraper on somebody. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. You could throw, you could just pull the fucking, you could pull the fucking ground up and just like, like a book, just villainous utility is what comes to mind. It's like, it's one of those situations. There we go. And now we're at six, um, <laughs> five, asshole. five yeah, um, scenarioed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You put a scenario. In there. We're good. It's you need to come correct and you need to really fucking, that'd be a situation where you'd have to, we're at six now, uh, where you'd have to kill you. Yeah. There's yeah. no, there's no prison. It's a yeah. twice level. Yeah. 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 yeah you it. can't, you can't do it. You can't do it. Yeah. Fuck that. Number one, it'd be uh cataclysm level. Yeah. Yep. yep. If we were to, uh, remember in one punch man where they ranked him in like, it was like Oni, uh, no, it was like tiger, Oni dragon demon. Mm-hmm. I think it's demon. Fucking deep for sure. <laughs> but we were prepared for that. <laughs> and with that, it is last call. Thanks for having a few with us. We are Critical Hit. The drink of the night was Neon Rainbow's New England style IPA from Oma Gang. Surprisingly good. Yes. <laughs> Surprisingly. <Absolutely. laughs> and uh, a, a, a very complex and colorful um, drink to match our ridiculous ideas of quirks. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead and subscribe to us on Google, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Made it through the word salad this time. Anywhere where you get the podcasts, um, your subscription is... Uh, very much appreciated. We are on Twitter at Crit Hit Official. Um, come join us every Thursday for a new episode of uh, Critical Hit. Until then, uh, go beyond. Yeah. Plus, Plus Ultra. Ultra. <laughs>